One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. By Kevin McLeod. Hey, man! There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. And you have arrived there. Hey, there's bad and there's good. And then there's pack filler. You stole it from me. I had a whole introduction. I'm not even going to bother with introductions anymore. Oh. Because it was beautiful. But you know Let's what? hear it again. No, let's, no. I'm taking no, my let's toys hear it again. and I'm going home. I thought I was jumping in. I'm I thought taking, I was right there. I'm taking my toys and I'm going home. Let's Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hudson. And he stole my glory. Yes. Jackass. Yes. Hey, we are in um, the Pack Filler studio, and I have not cleaned it since last time. Woohoo! It's uh, It's been hectic. Uh, everything's been going everywhere, about 300 miles a minute. And, um, it has a bit of a gamey smell. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's not, well, it might be that bad. But uh, before we get going, obviously, thank you to uh, Dave over at the Suffervest. New video coming out. So A very shit. dark place. Yeah, how about that for a name? Oh, my word. Four-minute <laughs> all-out sprint intervals. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I read it. I oh, went and looked at it yesterday. Crap. Oh. Winner's going to suck. Yeah. Winter's going to be hell. A very dark place. Coming soon to your TV, to your iPod, whatever it is. Get over there, check out his videos, and uh, and buy one for crying out loud. But go through our website first because because you should. It's the right thing to do, damn it. Correct. All right. And on those lines, you know what? Uh, thank you again. We are still sitting happily on the first page of iTunes for cycling. Way on the first page for uh, triathlon. Really? Yeah. And strangely enough, on the first page for Tour de France, 
Well, you know, the in-depth coverage of the riders, the daily stages, probably the elevation gains in each of the small <laughs> stages, really going into the details of the difference between an oars category climb and a category one climb, really letting our <laughs> listeners know the nuances of the tour as opposed to Cadell Evans won. <laughs> I guess that's what makes us that way better. Andy Schlecht was third, <laughs> second, something like that. Spending so much time covering the tour, uh, and, and that's the tour why of Spain. you love us. Oh, and the tour of Spain. I mean, God, yes. Try to get us off the Vuelta. I can't stop talking about oh it. Oh, my God. I, woo! Woo! It's in Spain, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're sitting high up. I don't know why. We don't really... We caught, We talk about the tour, but... We talk about uh, the tour every show, tour. probably. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm starting to think maybe that means there aren't a lot of podcasts covering the tour. No, no. But, I mean, I think we kind of base... I mean, the tour really is our Super Bowl, and so like yeah. we're two guys armchair quarterbacking last year's Absolutely. Super Bowl. Of like, yeah, I think the Bears could have had it in the fourth quarter. <laughs> quarter if they'd, uh, if they'd uh, just put me in. Yeah, and God knows we spend so much time in the propeloton yeah. to, to, to justify our opinions. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> true. So true. Woo. Hey, speaking of iTunes, though, get over there and uh, drop a little two-sentence uh, review. Yeah. The show because you know things have been going really well and the numbers are up and it's always fun i want to hear what you guys think do you guys think we're complete idiots complete morons or um do you enjoy the fact that we're complete idiots and complete more complete morons either way i would love to hear from it so any feedback screen yeah. rank us on itunes because the, uh, that's always a fun thing to do and you know as we get we'll see addresses we'll see people maybe we'll even send you some shit or stalk you well that's a given oh yeah i mean standing outside Hi. You like me. Or why? Why don't you like me? Or just go Bob Roll on him. Want to go for a ride? Yes. <laughs> Best commercial of the year. Oh, you know what? Damn it. That's one I forgot. But that's later on in the show. Um, for those of you looking at the video right now, no, you're not imagining thing. The beard's going soon. This is the last show in which you will see the beard. <sighs> so sad. I've received enough crap from friends and friends and um i've decided that yes it's going we did it for a month my father and i it was a big contest thing mm -hmm. and it's going okay it john denver called he wants his image back oh god i was gonna go for sergey belov from american flyers for halloween but i can't make it that long i don't i well plus you could just i don't know grow it a week before halloween and have the same effect <laughs> I'm a little fuzzy. <laughs> so just just don't shave for a day and you're golden. It is a horrible procedure. It procedure. It is a horrible thing to go through. Have I've you ever never, done it? No, I've never gone to be. Don't. It's really? not worth it. I mean, for all those guys who want to be rugged, you know, it, it's not worth it. I'm no. not rugged. I'm more of a I'm kind of a messy eater, so that's why my oh, wife would never let me. I've been have wiping my mouth more anal retentive than I've ever in my entire life. Yeah. I'd be screwed. Oh, it's it's been an absolutely miserable experience. Plus, I don't try to ride it. with a beard. I mean, come on, Sergey. So. Oh yeah, no, I I agree, and and that's what. It's, I mean, I'm just waiting for to go out and just feel the sweat coming. Just, it, it's not worth it. It's not going to happen. So, beard's going to go. Thanks, um, for the people who did go on to the September beard. That was the page Ooh. that was created. I didn't come up with that. It was a fundraiser thing for prostate cancer awareness. And I guess you'll know when you have it. Growing a beard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that should be Prostate Cancer's new logo. Their new motto. Prostate cancer. You'll know when you have it. Uh, for all of our listeners with 
prostate cancer. I understand that it's oftentimes an undetected killer and all that, but I, I just I couldn't help it. Oh, Dad, uh, if you're listening to this one, we, that was Mark. I, I just, I just uh, signed myself up for a donation and yeah. a, a participation in next year's yeah, September. Exactly. You're growing next however, year. However, you know, it was too good to pass up. We did so. have some donations, and it was nice. So thank you to the people who donated. Oh. Jesus. Man, hey, moving on. You know, speaking of the beard, um, I, I really wish you were there, man, because um, a couple weeks ago, and this has nothing to do with the beard, I was fortunate enough to go down to cover the Grand Colombian Triathlon. Sure. I wanted to kind of spend a few seconds chatting up the Grand Colombian. Um, you've called that, a ra- that race solo, and sure I've called the race solo, and they went, and I think we talked about it on the show, in the years past, they've gone from a full iron to they got rid of the full iron, just kept a, a half iron and sprint and Olympic and what they call aqua bike and a duathlon. I mean, they just kept adding stuff. But uh, this year, new group took it over. Yeah. Tri Freaks. Yeah. Tri Freaks. Uh, and uh, interesting group. Very good group. I was happy working with them. Um, but uh, they added an, I think they called it the ultra distance. I don't know what that is. Which is the equivalent of an iron, and you're adding an Olympic onto that distance. It's what? Yeah. Why is the next so question. like a longer swim, longer bike, longer run? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's well, what's you know what's so, your iron distance? You well, your know? iron distance is one forty point two. So it's and I always get this wrong. Two point four mile swim, hundred twelve mile bike, and a twenty six point two mile run. So add one forty point six. It's one forty point six. So think. add the distance of an Olympic now onto that. So then you'd go a 6.2 mile run on top of your 26.2. So 32.4. And then you'd go with a 112 plus, I want to say 25 miles because it's a 40K bike. You're going to hurt yourself. So that's 25 miles roughly. I I couldn't believe it. And then you got roughly, I think, a 1K swim. So it's like 3.2 miles or 3.3 miles swim. As opposed to the iron distance time cut where they start you at 7 a.m finish you at midnight Mm -hmm. they gave these guys another hour so they started them at 6 a.m and finished them at midnight so we started an hour earlier why why would you even undertake that distance i mean what is the point they had about 20 no about 30 odd people who signed up for it how many finished uh, i don't know quite a few of them we had a couple who looked like hell yeah i can imagine but so anyway i'm i'm up at 4 Uh a.m getting things ready Broadcasting straight through till about they try freaks. Yes, the time cutoff is technically mid midnight. Mm-hmm. They let everybody who's out there finish finish. Yeah, did you call it till the end? Yeah, called it till the end. What? How late were you there? I left uh, Grand Coulee at twelve fifty a.m. Ouch! Drove straight to Sp- to Spokane. Well, I mean, it's not that far, but what is it? Two hours? Oh God! Yeah, it felt a lot. Yeah, than that. but so. So was that on a Sunday? It was on a Saturday. But you got there at 12. Like, so you got home at 3 in the morning, Sunday morning. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I mean, that's that's certainly a novel concept. Yeah. What, I, 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 it's lost on me. But. Yeah. Oh, man. It, I mean, it was a long race. Plus, they still had the iron. Plus, they still had the half. Plus, they still had the Olympic. Plus, they still had aqua bike. Well, I think I've heard of there. And maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard of even people... Con- contemplating or throwing about a uh, double Ironman distance. Oh, God. And, you know, I mean, the the idea is, is how long can you go and all that stuff. But I don't know. I mean, Ironman distance pretty good. 
it's that good. is it that ultra marathon kind of a thing where you just keep wanting to go and go and go and go and go i guess so i don't know i mean ultra marathoning to me is also somewhat strange but i i like i can understand the the allure if you will to 100 miles yeah i can understand that to go i ran 100 miles i mean that's that I God, I can kind of uh, get that. That's kind of like, well, I climbed Mount Everest. Why? Well, it's really high. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, there's it's high and cold and miserable, and it took me four weeks and I nearly <laughs> died. Awesome. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Good it, for you. They have, they have a group going next year. Yeah, um, yeah. Cost so, me hundred grand. Yeah, yeah it cost me hundred grand and my wife. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, you know, there's there's not always a reason for stuff, but to go, well, we're going to add an arbitrary distance on the Ironman. I mean. I can at least say with Ironman, there was a reason behind the race. The yeah. swim was the base swim in Honolulu, actually. I believe the bike was the perimeter I of Oahu. I did this history. This is and then cool. a marathon was a marathon. Yeah. And it was a Navy SEAL, and I believe, and they all said, Navy SEAL and a bunch of athletes, about 12 guys, sat around and said, what would be the baddest ass thing for you to do in a day? What would be the hardest thing you could do? And then you'd be an Ironman if you could do it. That's what they did. That's how it started. So they didn't say, and then, yeah, just throw on an arbitrary distance and in addition, and then you're really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, at least there's a history and a meaning behind that. The marathon, the whole, you know. The, First guy, Greek warrior, did it, died. Well, yeah, yeah, he ran to warn, I believe, the Athenians about the Carthaginians, I believe, yeah. and then he died when he got there. And I believe it was only 22 miles, and then the king yeah. of England added four miles because he wanted to go by his palace. <laughs> I mean, you know, so those, at least those are good stories, but I mean, they basically, I don't understand the ultra, but okay. You know, I mean, it's great yeah. that they do it and that there are people who want to do it and train for it, but uh, weird. So... My, I guess, you know, just to talk up the event a little bit, um, if, if you're thinking of putting on a late season big race, sure. um, I, you know, these Stripe Freaks people are, are actually pretty good. Stefan, who, who runs the thing, or Stefan. Is Stefan. I don't know if I get his name he's correct nine. or not. Yeah, he's Stefan. Yeah, but <laughs> he's a really nice guy, and um, they put on a pretty tight ship. Yeah, there are some glitches, but they want to restore this race back to its glory days. It used to be a lot bigger event and it used to draw a lot bigger crowds. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I was told, you know, it around the number around an 800 entrance kind of a thing, you know, and they're, they're a lot less than that now, but they want to restore it back to those days. And they really want communication from the competitors. They want people to say, Hey, how are we doing? What would you change next year? Well, I mean, I would say the one thing that I think that I would be wary of, um, and, Love to hear our, our listeners, but, you know, how many distances are at Race the River? Yeah, one. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if by adding more events, they're crippling their own event. I don't know. Hard to say. And I'm not really trying to bag on Trifreaks yeah. tri or anything. I no. Mean, everything I've heard from that race is positive. I'm not. I'm certainly not trying to be a, a nervous Nelly or anything. I'm just going, maybe you could promote and do really well. at. I would go fewer events personally yeah. rather than coming up with all these distances i understand what they tried to do and if it works it turns into prove me wrong it turns into basically we've got the course why not run people on it anyway all courses first time caller long time listener hey you're on the air stupid freaking thing off uh yeah uh, pat i was uh i was, I was down there at grand columbian <laughs> I uh I just finished the ultra marathon. <laughs> they only talk when the phone rings. I uh I just uh I just uh, I no. just got in. <laughs> okay, it's done ringing. You got to cut off. Oh, we lost our caller. 
Sorry there, caller. Sorry, caller. In case you didn't know, the studio phone line has not been shut off to freaking mute. Uh, We'll go ahead and blame the producer for that. Yeah. Oh shit, that's me. Yeah. Um, I guess you know my my point is is uh, they they have the course. It's kind of like Chelan Man when I went over there. When sure. we go over there, Chelan Man. It's it's they've got the area, they've got the venue, everything's finishing in the same spot. So why not add the comp, comp- the competitors? Why not add the events? Um, you know, and I don't know. I can I can see a pro and a con for both. I think yeah, there is so much. There is such thing as too much of a good thing. But I also think that these guys are doing it. It's finishing in underneath, you know, basically underneath the dam. Well, for thumbs up for that. Yeah, it's cool to finish within the dam. Well, it's had, all lit up too, isn't it? Oh, they got yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all lit up at night. They have a beautiful parkway down there, and uh, the, the laser light show actually happens at a specific time in the night with the sound. And we had to shut our sound off. And I'm run. old oh, Grand Coulee Dam. Exactly. You've seen it. Because no, that mean, was it. I mean, what makes you think that? The great mighty river. I shall chain the great mighty river. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have. 10,000 men working for 48 hour shifts. Oh, building. 9,999. Uh, yes, we just poured the concrete on top of that poor bastard. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> That that would be a great part of the Laser Light Show. Just watch them getting poured into the concrete. But um, so you know, it was cool being under there. Not cool that we had to stop announcing while the Laser Light Show is going on because, you know, hey, this guy just finished a freaking ultra. You know, not just an iron, an ultra. And we're going, great job, awesome, yeah. wow, work, hey. Buddy, yeah, yeah, go get your medal. There's some pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was a little odd there. They had a couple glitches, but you know what? They were they were really willing to listen to people, and I think that's awesome to hear from promoters who are just, you know, don't walk up to them at the event when they're stressing out. You know, hey, my time got screwed up, jackass. You know, but do you know how old that laser light show is? I think they said it was a new one. I, <laughs> I went and saw it in 1991. I think. Is it the the same one, the exact same one? Did well, it end, if they have old Grand Coulee Dam, did they end with Neil Diamonds coming to America? I believe they did. <laughs> oh, it was the same one. With <laughs> a, I know this. There were stars and stripes on the dam, if I remember correctly. I was a little delirious at that point after announcing since four a.m. But I think you're probably about right. Yeah, that, that's what I remember. Um, but yeah, I went and saw that in 1991. <laughs> Ah, great, great, great. But, you know, kudos to uh, Tri-Freaks for taking that bad boy on. They had a couple rough years, and things are coming back. So hopefully we'll see something big from them. Well, I mean, thumbs up and try new stuff and try new stuff next year. And whatever works for you, keep it. And whatever doesn't work for you, jettison it. Don't be afraid of that. And, you know, uh, just go and work towards a quality event. I think, you know, the the best one is is you look at uh, Race the River. And how oh well they God. do, and they yeah. they do so well because it's a rock solid quality event year after year. It's in a great venue; people love it, and you know they just they they're consistent year after year, and that's that's what draws a great race. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. You know, I think they're always going to be an event glitch, and you know we'll talk about that throughout the show. I think is is the fact that no, I've never been to a race that went off perfectly. I've yet to see a I've race, never, even a trifusion race. I've never participated in a rent that went off perfectly. Mm-hmm. I've never announced a race that has gone off perfectly. I've never seen a race. I'm sure Iron Man. Well, Iron Man Hawaii. You think? You think they got it down? Um. Well, yeah, but 
I think they they but, have it down to where they can deal with the glitches. Yeah, you know, backup contingencies. They just the they just know what's going to happen and it's dealt with. It's yeah. not that it doesn't happen. It's just like, oh, okay, the speakers went out. Here's what you do. You patch it. You yeah. know, yeah. here here's what we're going to do. It's we got here's set. we yeah. got this. It goes here, and you know, and it's probably stressful as all get out. But they know what they're doing. They've got the money, and they're they're there. I mean, yeah. you know, I've seen it. It's. I, honestly, I don't think it's as hard to put on as you might think. I mean, it's a lot of logistics, but it's not. I mean, it, they aren't reinventing the wheel. Well, once you get to the point where you're dealing with a, a, a thousand competitors versus five thousand competitors, it's just you got to make the roads a little wider and you got to hang out there a little longer. Well, I think the issue isn't the not com- to belittle it, of course. But- well, for Ironman Hawaii, the issue isn't the competitors; it's the spectacle. So yeah. the numbers don't bother them. It's a sea start. I mean, they, it's a it's an Ironman either way. It's 3,000 competitors. That's yeah. what it is every year. So the numbers, I don't think they have a problem with. It's the competitors and the spectacle that they really yeah. probably strive for, and they do trade, a great job with Trade tents, mm-hmm. you know, expo area, all that the kind village, of stuff. The village is probably the best village I've seen as far oh, as man. an Ironman. It's good. Um, all the bike vendors are there, and oh god, they are always great. I mean, just the Cordelaine, just the Cordelaine Ironmans—that's a fun little place in there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the vendors that are there, and I mean, if you've ever, if you've never attended an Ironman, go just to experience it. I went the day before the frickin' race. Go and experience it the day after. Go and experience. Yeah. Um, honestly, one of the coolest things if you've never experienced an Ironman is go see the start. And I know it's early. Yeah. It's at seven in the morning. I think is it. That's not that bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I, I guess that's what they've been running. But uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember. I've seen a bunch, and I've been in a couple, and it's like I think it's seven in the morning. But it's just get early. there, and it's one of the most spectacular things you'll ever see of three thousand oh, people starting to swim at the same time. It's really cool. Yeah, and not to have to start a race in waves or heats or something like that. That's got to be pretty. It's cool, too. really cool. And then they, you know, and then when they're getting out, everybody's happy and full of energy and yeah. hitting the bike. And it's a lot different from the end. And the end is just as neat. It's just a different. It's a neat vibe. So. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, but the logistics of that particular race is always pretty amazing. I mean, they know what they have. I've never seen an aid station without cola. I've never, you know, oh, yeah, they're they're pretty dialed in. So kudos to I absolutely. I used to I always call it the Ford Ironman series, but I think there's a new sponsor now. Um, uh, you got me on that. Other people would know. I know yeah. Dave would know. Um, yeah, Dave Erickson. But uh, no, they're they're. You if you're know. listening, you're going to have to chime in. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, it was a great. It was, yeah, it's. I've always loved watching the one in Hawaii. That's coming up. It's coming up. Uh, Absolutely. Two weeks. Yeah, we got some local boys going too. Oh yeah, so, quite a few. Yeah. 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 So I know Sam Pasissi's going. Yep. You know Ben's going. Ben's going. Is Ben competing? Yeah, I think so. Is he? I thought so. I don't Garcia's know. Garcia's going to compete. Garcia's going. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, and if I did not mention somebody, I I apologize. So. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, of Ben, he had a great race at, uh, Grand Columbia. Oh, how did he do? One and a half. Overall. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Smoked it. So nice job. I guess that's okay. <laughs> if you're into that. You know, speaking of big events, um, I do have to mention, you know, on the cycling world. Congrats, Ben. Yeah. On, on the cycling world, uh, you, your favorite event of the year, the world championships. Oh yeah. Just got over. I've always been a big fan of the world. Your man. And it was a brutal, epic hill climbing event. I mean, so just brutal. I mean, it, it, it was, it was like dead a flat, was it? It was. It was dead flat. Mark Cavendish won the sprint. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, it was dead flat. Yeah, Mark Cavendish won the sprint. Is, you know, is, I, I was thinking of you when I was watching. I was going, oh, Mark's going to be yelling at the TV going, you're a liar. You're <laughs> living a lie. 
You're not the best in the world. You just won a sprint, Jack Hall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if they make it that way, though, I mean, you know, if they make it, you know, the tallest hill climb, I mean, Sammy Sanchez can't win a sprint. So next year's supposed to be climbing, though. Climby. That's my new word. Climby. Climby. It's going to be climby. I, you know, it's hard to do it on a one-day race so and say you're the best in the world. But I guess that's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's almost like there's a reason stage race. I mean, because I've always thought stage racing was a little more true if you will you but know. it only tailors to a certain type of rider that's i mean true. the that's marathon in the olympics is only one day mm-hmm. so i guess for you know for that particular moment you're the best at what you do yeah i suppose so so i'm you know and i don't know i i i, I agree with you i think i think having a true sprinter's world is boring you know i'd like to see if i'm going to see somebody i want to see somebody like uh philippe gilbert or somebody like that who can really kind of suffer over the you know do yeah. the power climbs like a classic a true classic I want to see that. Uh, you know, Tony Martin went in the time trial. Nice, you know, new mm-hmm. guy went in the time trial. Uh, Mr. Bronze himself, though, I think I think the world championship should go to the guy, Cancellara. He got third in the time trial, and he got third in the road race. Yeah. That Low scores score. me. Low score. That shows me an all-rounder. That shows me a guy should be wearing a rainbow jersey. I can't really disagree with that. So I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I've always liked him as a rider. I, anyway. I haven't really been following uh, a lot of pro cycling since then. No. I don't know if you have. No, not at all. Uh, season's kind of dead for me. It's kind of mm-hmm. over. You know, we're getting I, into cyclocross and stuff like that. And... I wish I had more. But the one thing I was going to talk about tonight Do was um, start looking at mountain bikes. Oh. Yes. You're in the market. I'm in the market. I'm in the market for a mountain bike. And I've, oh. I've been looking. Have you been training? No, you've not been this sick week. this week. Not this week, but I, I have been riding prior to this. So I will say one thing: my sickness this week has been fabulous as far as weight loss. Really, six pounds. God, with no effort, really. Really, be sure and lick all the glasses in my house when you're gone, would you? Because oh God, that sound was horrible in my ears. I I really hope the listeners don't hear. Don't God. Oh, that's horrible. That is one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. It's just the 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 board. <laughs> The soundboard. He just licked the soundboard. Um, <laughs> no, but I started looking at mountain bikes, and uh, there's cool stuff. I think I said this last show. Huh? Six more signs to the apocalypse. I know. You did. But mm. yes, I looked, and I was really impressed with the treks. Why the treks? Now, I, I need like to know the why the look the of them, and that's really it. You really? Know, I just think they're pretty. You know, I looked at the Konas. I looked at the Specialized. Okay. Um, Specialized are pretty. But I tell you, the track is a is a great looking, great. I mean, just an amazing bike. And you know, for old school guys, I mean, shoot, hydraulic brakes. Oh yeah, you st- oh careful, be yeah. careful. Uh, you you touch a hydraulic brake and you're ass over tea kettle. You're in the dirt. I yeah, mean, if you're not used to it, you hit them like you normally would a mountain bike brake, and you're you're stopping so fast, you won't huh. know what happens until you hit a tree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your body will keep going. Yeah, it, it's an unbelievable experience. Oh, oh, and I also got that. But speaking of off-road, speaking for your body, keeping going. This is the best <laughs> quote of the week with okay. my stepson on the bike. He goes, "Mark, I want to ride. I want to ride dirt." I'm like, "Okay." So, because uh, like, the last show we talked quite we a talked bit about, about you guys riding, made it up to dirt, and so, oh. Uh, oh yeah, and so you know he's got the the BMX bike, and so I grab mm-hmm. my running shoes. I'm running along next to him, and we do some whoop de doos, and then there's this hill coming down, and then a sand finish, and then he goes up the other side. 
and it's ruddy and stuff. So I'm like, well, you want to you try? And he's like, yeah, okay, all right. So I'm like, stay out of the rut. Okay, you're in the rut. So yeah. then he's stuck in the rut, you know. And, yeah. No, he stayed upright. You know, he's, he's upright, and then the sand, he hits the sand, full-on lip skid. I'm like, oh. okay, all right, get up, get up, you know. Let's see what you got, you know. And, tears? Oh, yeah, there were tears. Yeah. And his mom was with us, too. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. And so she Sam he he she didn't see him the part where he's he's going I'm hurt I'm like you're not hurt get up and um and so uh, he's he's like I'm hurt I'm like well are you really hurt well no what what's twisted okay fine he gets up I'm like all right you yeah. gonna try it again he's like I, I don't know and I'm like okay it's up to you you know but I think I got a way that you can do this let's get a little speed stay off the binders you know you hit the sand if you hit the sand on the side it's gonna be a little firmer. No problem. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll try it. I'm like, you sure you want to try it? It's like, okay, get a run at it. Stay out of the rut. No problem. He does a great job. He's coming down. And he, he he's like right on the side of the rut. And he hits the sand, but he hits the sand like dead center. And he's okay. eight. So like he's oh, got God. no body weight. And he's not back on the bike. Launches him into the pit of despair. I mean, literally bike here, eight-year-old gone. You know, oh, just full God. on skid. And he just lays it out. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, boy. So my first imp- thought is, well, let's turn it into a positive. You know? <laughs> so Good I, uh, hey. that's what I said. That was awesome, Kate. That was amazing. That was so good. He looks at me, face full of dirt. Like, that was not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass old man. That's kind of like I kind of see your point. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of see your point. But anyway, that was our uh, our biking adventure this week. Oh but my God. Uh, that was not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Tears kind of coming down a little bit. But yeah, he got up and rode again. Is but, he, oh, see, we did. Oh yeah, he got up and we walked up that hill and then we went and did some more whoop de doos. Oh wow. And, yeah, he's he's fine. But, oh my God. Yeah, it was. Pretty funny <laughs> poor kid so are you looking for uh you know what what now when you're looking at models you know you've got the 29 the 29ers now the oh big, yeah the big hoops the big wheels yeah which i'm actually would love to ride but it's kind of looking at them i don't know i mean 29ers i'm kind of like eh. yeah you know again we're gonna have to probably get a mountain bike expert on here because you know i know my way around but a lot of the stuff i know of is pretty outdated yeah and that's just it i do i i was looking and the one that just resonated with me with the bikes i actually saw and felt were the was really the uh trek top fuel that's See, a good looking bike really door xt really nice looking Sharp bike, double dual suspension. It's going to be more spendy than the others, though, isn't it? Because Trek usually runs a little high with the RX10. I think this is not the top fuel, but the fuel, which I'm not sure what the difference is. Okay. But this was a fuel dual suspension carbon, all the RX T, nineteen hundred. Oh, yeah. You know, I think kind of like that's not too shabby. The mountain bikes are still a little bit more affordable than the road bikes you know you're not spending 10 grand you're spending three four yeah. you know some of the high ends that i've seen are yeah, four I, you know and i love our listeners to call in or, or not call in but chime in on this you know and yeah. say hey you're full of shit but um i've yeah i've seen the I, i'm happy with the prices yeah i i was not i was not disappointed so you know i'm still looking um the 29ers i don't know if i'm sold on the 29ers i think they look cool they're they're great you know they're they're cool bike but i 
you know, I remember when Gary Fisher first started kind of plugging a lot of this stuff, and I remember reading about it, and uh, the concept behind it is, you know, a bigger loop, you get it going, it's not going to slow down as quickly, you know, quicker acceleration, you know, take a mountain bike with, with road tires on it, take a road bike with road tires on it, you can make them the same amount of weight, road bikes can accelerate quicker, and it's, it's just going to dance uh, that much better. I bet, I mean, I can only imagine what it would be like in a really tight single track, because you have to maneuver some of that stuff. But um, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'd I'd love to try one. Yeah, I'd love really to try like one. to try one. Yeah. Um, and I'm you know I'm I'm on a mountain bike. Last team I was sponsored by had a whole Jameis thing, and I'm I'm still on my Jameis steel, you know Reynolds tubing baby mountain nice. bike, and it's a good bike. But wow. uh, I you know I I think I'm about a, at least a decade behind in terms of quality in terms of what you can ride. It's unbelievable. I mean, just disc brakes and and hydraulics and oh, all that God. jazz. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, the mountain bikes, I, I think I'm probably going to cash out here shortly. Really? Mm-hmm. I think so. So now, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to ride it. I understand that. Competitively? No, 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 no. I well, think not, not this year anyway, but really? maybe, no, I don't think so. I don't think I have the wherewithal or the inclination. I smell a 24 hour team. I, I that I would do that I would do definitely, for sure. You Raj, yeah, maybe CDL. Oh yeah, I don't think I can do it. Why can't you do it? Because I have to announce that race. Find someone else to announce. Yeah, why not? I would rather make fun of you guys. Well, why don't Why don't you? I'll announce while you're riding. Oh, I like that idea. See that we can do. Roger could announce too. See, I mean, we could just do it because it's twenty four hours. Easy. You don't announce. Chris could probably hours. do it too. You don't announce all twenty-four. We could now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh my God! Yeah. Over the air, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. We could now. This is just brainstorming. Spitball. I'm saying, just you know, Roger. We need to keep soft and fresh. Roger needs to. Roger needs to sleep. And I don't mean this anything about about Roger. R- Roger's our ace in the hole. For those of you guys who've been listening to the show, we talk about Roger Thompson all the time. Roger's a great friend of ours. Roger's a pro mm-hmm. freaking triathlete. Oh, He's yeah. not anymore, but he was right. Yeah, he he let us. He's like, screw it. I want to be a real guy. Roger will never be a real guy. Good friend of ours. Great listener of the show. And um, always been fun to be around. We have to keep him dialed. We should probably feed him grapes. Yes. Absolutely. Peel them first. But, but I think first we should probably ask 
him or Chris if they would like to do this. They, uh, the great thing is, is they're going to listen to this show. If they're not listening live right now, they're going to listen later and they're going to go, what the hell? How did I get signed those guys, up? Those guys just signed up for us to more people in Australia and California than they did in the state of Washington. By the way, I don't know why our listenership is huge in California and Australia. They, they, for some reason, they're bored there. Or great taste. It, it, that's it. But I think a 24-hour 24, 24 race is a great experience. You know, And I put that on your list, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you don't get a chance to, because they're fun. So mountain bike. You're doing the mountain bike. I am buying a mountain bike, yes. Holy crap. And shoes. Well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> and shoes. Probably pedals. You going to get something for the kid? Uh, not yet. I think we, we may be getting him a new bike yeah. because his what, what we had was a little starter bike, and then he's outgrown that. His dad gave us his other bike that was previously too big, or he wouldn't ride it. And so yeah. then I, I spent a couple hours with him, and now that bike's way better than the original bike, so it's kind of like I probably have to give that bike back now so we'll get him something i just think uh probably in the, of the bmx variety for right now yeah you know and that's what that's what we did so that was a great thing and then he's on a mountain bike now he has a road bike now both of which weigh about 400 pounds more than any standard issue bike but yeah then again i'm not exactly leaning it up against a fire post and having it fall over or something like that you know yeah, yeah so kids are going to be a little bit more abusive on now, the gear now is your son still riding to school how'd that go he you know what things are going pretty well he's he hasn't ridden very much since uh-huh. uh it's been a he he wants to don't get me mm-hmm. wrong but it's been usually the i leave for work he's mm-hmm. like yeah i'll go with you mm-hmm. uh you know he's walked home couple times from school so things are going you know things are going well unfortunately there's no bike involved yeah but um i do have to say and the listeners were asking it happened what happened the junior cycling team club met nice drum roll please 24 juniors showed up at the first first club meeting 24 really? kids, 24 many, high school kids. How many girls? Four. It's better than a rebate. It's <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. And these kids, you know, and I, 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 I was talking a little bit here and there, and I just said hi a lot. But uh, a lot of the listeners were asking about some of the things. How's the club thing going? How, you know, are you going to keep talking about doing junior thing? And then finally I said, screw it. I'm going to just put the feelers out and see what happens. I have no idea what I'm going to do now, mind you. But I put the feelers out, and I've got – Kids ranging from mountain only to road only to both to, and I even have a couple fixies. Perhaps, I don't know, just spitballing here. Yeah. Um, maybe you ought to, I don't know, go for a ride. Oh, absolutely. We're going to go for a ride. I'm still at the point now, unfortunately, where I've got so many freaking soccer tournaments because of my kid. I'm gone every weekend, but, uh, um, you know, I think we're ready. And, and I think it's time to maybe. Do you have enough daylight for after school? No, no, oh. not really. You only need an hour. Yeah, but I'm not getting out until five. Oh, you're not. Yeah. Oh. Headlamps. Yeah. Hey, kids, I'll invest in this. And orange you know? and orange vests. Yeah, I've told them. You know, and and I guess that's what we're gonna do. Is it's just gonna get to the point where I and I think a junior program should be about 
first and foremost, building some form of enthusiasm, getting kids involved, getting them want to go out and bike ride, not worrying about whether they're going faster than Susie or faster than Billy or whatever it is. Just go out in a group ride and get them used to that concept first and then go from there. Well, if nothing else, I mean, for the winter, you could do some training, trainer rides inside Absolutely. the school even. Absolutely. You know, get, get a few trainers, see if there's a sponsor somewhere that would give you some trainers and have the kids bring their bikes and do a suffer fest at school. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. And I think it's I think it's at the point now where you got to find out what kids have, gear they have. Let's be honest, and I think all of our listeners know, cycling is not a cheap sport. No. I can slap on a pair of running shoes and go for a run, but I can't go for a bike ride unless I have a bike, shoes, helmets, clothing, all that kind of stuff. You know, you can, but to be a, classified as a cyclist, you need all this sh- crap mm-hmm. and um and so i mean do you get to the point where you just start drumming you know create some sort of a non-profit where you got people donating gear or something like that so i don't know well, i mean maybe i'm overthinking your ass though too i mean you have a better demographic than most schools no you don't not true not true nope 40 percent qualify for uh, free and reduced lunch hmm. which is a statistic that most schools base upon their financial income you know so it's so anyway I guess I guess my whole point about this whole thing is, you know, it's I, I've been talking about doing this for so long. It's finally time to shut up and and put my money where my mouth is. But uh, so you know, we'll, we'll see how it develops. Uh, the mm-hmm. school year is always associating it with a school is always strange because when when does the school year take place? September to June. Yeah, winter. Yes. When does the cycling year take place? Uh, late spring, early summer. Yeah, June to September, more or less. You know, so mm-hmm. when school's not in session is when the cycling year happens. You build something, I guess. You know, you get to the point where you, you I get outside of the school, you're taking kids to races, or kids are going to races by themselves. So, um, well, just see what happens. At least you yeah. you started it. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, Lizanne, I want to hear from you, my friend. Over, she had she sent me some stuff earlier about. Uh, one of our listeners listened to uh, sent some stuff about the junior programs over in Australia, and I'd love to hear some of the advice and things about how they do that over there. Did Luzanne start one? Or? No, she just she, there are some very prominent ones. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's well, also so, been videotaping your toilets, by the way, and which way the water flows. How's that working out? She's going to send it. Is she convinced it's the other way? I'm convinced it's the other way. Show me the video. All right. Yes. Screw you. My topic for the show is, you know, now that the year's over, I want to talk about the fact that the, the highlights and the lowlights of the year are personal experiences, the experiences we've seen through announcing, the experiences we've seen through the tour and bike races and pro cycling and pro triathlon, and just kind of list. I mean, I always do my little lists. I've got mm-hmm. five of each, and I, I'd love for you to chime in if you've got any. And um, I just want to, you know, see what see what people think see about some of the greatest things. Okay, should we start with the highs or the lows? Oh, let's start with the lows. Let's end on a positive. Okay. Lows. Number one, and you will hopefully agree with me, the Giro and the Vuelta. The the first one's in Italy, right? (laughs) I don't know. I I, I have a hard time calling the Giro a low. Giro was a dominant ride by... Yeah, Contador. And that's why... Yeah. (laughs) But I just... uh, I don't know. I mean, eh, okay. You know, I mean, I kind of... I I hate bagging on it too much because I kind of like what Contador tried to do. He tried to be a great champion, and he was and ride the and ride the Giro. He was 
overprepared for the Giro. Oh, God, yeah. And so he showed up loaded for bear and made a boring race out of it and then, you know, didn't have what it took in the, the tour. So, uh, yeah, the, the Vuelta, on the other hand, is has always been an afterthought. And the other problem with the Giro now is the Tour of California, which makes it impossible for half the big names yeah. to be at both. Well, and you know, and that's going to be t- uh, talked about later on. You've got the during the Giro, you've got the Tour of California. During the Vuelta, you've got the U.S. Pro Cycling Challenge, the worst named bike race ever to be set foot on the earth. Mm-hmm. But it has now been upgraded to a higher quality UCI status, so it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. so during the Vuelta. I think the Giro has its popularity because at the beginning of the year. Yeah, bike racing. I want to see the tour, the and grand, grand tour. Yeah, yeah this is, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Then you get to the tour. Oh, even better, even better, even better. And then it's like, oh man, I'm exhausted. Oh shit, the Welt is starting. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, who who goes to the Welt? I mean, what big names go to the Welt? I mean, I don't. It used to. Well, did it? Used I mean, to this be? year. That's why I agree that the Vuelta is a low. I don't necessarily agree. The Giro. Is always cool. It's always packaged really cool, and I love the courses. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I'm talking about in terms of the ride. I, I you know, I, I, I don't enjoy the tours that are completely dominated. Yeah, and and I think this Welta. It after a while, you knew it was a mountain stage coming, and it got to that point where it was like, okay, I don't care anymore. You know? Yeah, because you know, Contador is going to increase some in distance. Yeah, and that was it. So I, I wasn't very cool with that. So yeah. those races, those Mike, I. Classified those as Bororamas. Okay. Second low, uh, the crashes in the in the Tour de France this year. Yeah, definitely. Guys were flying. Was it just me, or were there more guys ass over tea kettle this year? Brutal crashes too. Like the one guy got hit by a car. Yeah, I mean, and into, the said, bar- into the barbed wire. Yes, yeah, uh, 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 Johnny um, Hogerland. Yeah. I think his name is into the barbed wire fence. Thirty-two stitches, or ass like cheeks that. into the fence. <sighs> Finished the stage. Oh yeah, was in polka dot that night. Ouch! And just it seemed like guys were going down everywhere. Yeah, don't know why. Aren't these guys doing this for a living? Well, I wonder if it's the courses, the management. Yeah. Oh of it, yeah, I'm the sure roads, we could get some and, sort of know. thing like that. So, so all right, yeah, definitely down. I mean, that that lows that metal on pavement is is not. Not a favorite sound of mine. Yeah. yeah. So lows, second low. Third low, I'm going personal. Okay. My personal bike racing season. Did You had one. I had one effing race this now year. That's one more than me. And I'm sorry. You know, I, I hear we have a, sh- a show about cycling. Here we show have a show about competitive cycling. We claim to know what the hell we're talking about. I stood on one starting line this year. Oh, I stood on zero. That's just sad. Yeah. Pathetic. Pathetic. And I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Well, I do got to say, it's that same old adage. If you want to stop cycling completely, open a bike store. Mm-hmm. And the second one is if you want to stop cycling completely, start talking about it. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I mean, there are other shows out there you know, who, well, I don't want to talk about the other shows, especially the ones. We don't want to name oh, names, God. but they suck. Big time. So, you know, I, I'm really... You know, and I could start making promises now, but I think we should save that till January, till we, till we start making the promises that we're going to fail Our little miser- resolutions miserably yeah. okay. upon. Cool. Come January. Um, cool. But I don't. Just crap. Cool. Um, number four. Four. Um, we have a local growth. It's kind of a renaissance of cycling races that were created this year, and um, we had some races that were canceled halfway through the year. 
for lack of interest. The TT series. We yeah. had a time trial series that was that was put together, and it was they were planning a whole bunch of series, and they put on one race. Numbers were low. Boop. Gone. I think that was uh, that I actually blame not on the participants, but the organizers. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. I don't like to bash promoters. Oh, no, we're not bashing the promoters. I'm like, I think you guys kind of wimped out. I mean, I you know, you didn't too. like the numbers, and so you, you pulled the shoot. Fair enough. If no one's going to show up, and you're not going to make money. Why should you put your time out there? But you aren't going to be successful right out of the gate. Yeah, and shouldn't you, if you're putting races on the calendar, even if they suck, guess what? You put them on the calendar. Iron Man Hawaii started with 12 people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was not, I was sad to see that go. And I... I would love to see it again. I just think if you organize a race and you don't get the numbers you want, see it through and then make your evaluation after you do what you said you were going to do. Yeah. You know, if it's a series, make it a series. So that's that's my opinion. I think that's a you know worthy number four. I will tie that into one of our highlights here as we get going here. So, okay. um, And number five of the lowlights. Mm-hmm. I have noticed this more in the last year, maybe the last two years than I ever have. Entry fees they have gone through the roof. People are making their living off of races. I, I, I understand that. But really? Oh, I mean, it doesn't justify it. It's just like it explains it. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying it's, I mean. I'm, I'm going to triathlons that are $500 plus entry fees. Which one? Mm-hmm. The I one know. I've announced, you know, I don't want to bash them, but Grand Colombians, five hundred, five hundred dollar range for uh, the ultra. Yeah, wow, that's expensive. Um, you know, even I just I, even a, a local t-shirt? Tuesday night race. Oh yeah, you get all kinds of crap. Oh cool, do you get like a jacket or anything? Yeah, well that's nice. <laughs> five hundred dollars, five hundred. I would never enter a race for five hundred dollars. Well, the Ford Ironman's five hundred. Is it? Yeah, I would never enter a race for. It $500. might be more now. Is I it? know, like the uh, the New York Ironman, thousand. Oh my God! Really? And it fills. It fills. So I mean, I don't know who to blame either: the participants who are rich who can afford those entry fees, yeah, or the greedy promoters, which I happen to be one of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard. It, that's a chicken egg question. I don't know exactly where to start, but I will agree that seventy five dollars is too much for a sprint triathlon, or yeah. If you're charging $75, you should be giving a $75 value. You yeah. should be getting a tech tee. You should be getting great food. A band should be playing. You know, consider a happy ending at the finish line. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you got to go to the massage booths, dude. They're amazing. They're amazing. It's great. <laughs> I feel good. I'm sleepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I don't know, 75 bucks, which is kind of the going rate for many of the races. And many of the races we announce is 75 bucks for a sprint series. Wow. And you know what? They fill. Yeah. So I can't, I don't know. I mean, I can't blame them, but I do think you should give $75 value. I'm seeing some bike races, bike races, just Tuesday night bike races that are going up above 20 bucks now. And that's a small thing. That's no prize. That is ride a crit, go home. Yeah, no awards, no, no. I mean, I don't need awards. Crying out loud, I don't yeah. need any of that crap. But you know, I'd like a five dollar race, to be honest. Yeah, if, I'd if like... it's not timed, if it's just people standing there counting your laps. Yeah, and then you finish, and then everybody packs up and goes home. Yeah, charge me five bucks. Yeah, so or I, even I, ten. 
Yeah, I don't know fun. why it's it's doubling that. And you know, uh, there was a, a weeknight mountain bike race series around here uh, with friends of ours putting it on. Great thing. Uh, well, that was timed, but you know, but it's still in the over twenty bucks. Yeah, and I'm kind of going, wow, that's a lot of money for just a race. Yeah. But, I mean, a time, eh, I don't know. I guess, you know, and I guess you're getting to that point, too, where you're, exactly as you said, you've got people who are now doing this for their living. Yeah. And, but I I guess if you're going to do it for your living, you had better make something pretty darn special. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I see that as a low life or a low light of the racing. I don't see that changing. No, it's going to get worse. Yeah, I don't see that changing. Unless people put on races for value. And here um, we are. We're talking about growing the sport, creating a thing, something where kids can do it. And, and they can't if they can't actually afford to stand on a start line for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's something I think needs to be at least understood or considered. You know, maybe we could tier that. You know, I've, I've done running events where it's you run this price with a shirt, this price mm-hmm. without a shirt, um, this price with a chip time this price without a chip time i mean mm-hmm. i don't know maybe there's a way to tier something like that yeah like, i don't think you let people out of the chip timing because you're going to pay for that one way or the other yeah but i mean if people want to just compete and not worry about what place they got give it to then them. go for a jog you know yeah don't show up to a race and say everybody's a winner what about like marathons or something like that great you get a time so you do a pr at your next one I just I have no I I don't know I mean don't show up to a race I mean, maybe that's a show in and of itself this whole everybody's a winner society that we're starting to create I mean you know but I, I like doing I like doing ten k's and half marathons and I don't give a crap about my time I don't know I mean I care though I mean I just want to see how long it took me oh, you know I mean uh, how yeah. long did it take me I mean I've run them not caring knowing that I wasn't going to get a great time so you look at your watch and you go home that's great then you know. But you show up for the race and the atmosphere and everything else, you might as well be timed. That's what it is. It's a race. I disagree. I think you can show up for the race and the atmosphere and enjoy the race and the atmosphere and not have to worry about if I don't want to be timed, I don't have to I shouldn't have to pay to be timed. Yeah, I mean if you were right, I would totally agree with you. But I am you're right. Not. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I am right. I'm right on my end. Yeah. You're right on your end. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Digging lawyer. Yeah, all right. All right. Highlights. You want to go positive? Yeah, let's go positive. Okay. Some of them are going to actually kind of blend. All right. Uh, and I, I hate that. You know what? One of my personal highlights of this year was uh, the Medical Lake Founders Day Triathlon. Okay. Mark, I had... I had a lot of fun doing that. It was a great race. Um, I have never, you know, and here we are talking about race promoters and race directors and people getting involved in that industry and doing it for a living. Um, I know for a fact that there was no money made by Pack Phillip Productions on this. And I, I wasn't worried about that. Yeah. I had a lot of fun just getting out there and being a part of it and, and doing it from that perspective. Oh, yeah. And I think it was, you know, I, I don't know, I guess... I don't think it's that big of a nut to crack. No. Putting on races. I don't want to get it. I don't want to do it for a living. Mm -mm. I appreciate the people who do it for a living. I don't want to do it for a living. Um, But I I think that, I don't know. I mean, and I loved hanging out with our our good friend, Kurt. Oh, yeah. Who really knew his crap and was able to just, by the way, he's like a a Jedi. You know, he's standing in the middle of the road just going, bike transition over. 
there you know and, oh and, he was so and, helpful and you, you need to move this gate four feet that way and you're like, holy shit it worked you know and yeah it's it so no that it worked fun. great it the race came off really great i wish we had more people but yeah. uh you know it was a good it was a good first effort and i i mean you know oh that's uh just a burglar yeah and uh <laughs> Um, but it, it, it went well and I had a good time doing it when you're done, when it was all said and done, it was great. I mean, definitely could do it more efficiently in the future. I mean, it's like now that you know what's going on, it's not, I, uh, yeah. it's not rocket science. Well, and that's like the, I was saying about tri-freaks, they were saying there, Hey, we're back at this. We're trying this out. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what we need to improve on. And you do it the next year. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the year you put on the perfect race is the year you got to quit yeah. because there's nothing to strive for. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and I think that was fun and it was a lot of, it was a hoot, you know, people who've kind of not know what we're talking about on the show. Obviously you haven't been listening for the past you know, back catalog of our shows and you should do that because I was, uh, I was very pleased with the feedback we got too. Yeah. You know, I thought we got real positive feedback. That was more you than me. So I didn't see that. You were the big race director. Yeah. I was the director sportif. Damn right. Yes. Yeah. You look good doing it. I know. I felt good. Yeah. So for those of you who've seen uh, the video clip that our, our good friend, um, Dave, uh, Dave Erickson. Erickson put together uh, that that live footage of Mark saying, welcome to the Founders Day Triathlon. You sounded so cool when you did it, too. It's a great radio voice. Um, I've got the face for it, too. You do. Damn uh-huh. it. And uh, that was that was that day. Worst weather of any event I think I've ever announced this year. Oh, hardcore. I mean, at least it was warm. Relatively. Yeah. It was a warm. It, it wasn't. I mean, it was like 70 degrees. For all but a couple people who were actually... It was not 70. Maybe 65. 50? It was... <laughs> okay, I'll give you 50. It was cold, It dude. was pretty cold. It day. was cold, and it was pouring, and there were a couple people who went out on course dressed like it was freaking Iron Man yeah. Hawaii, and we lost one. I mean, yeah, he, we lost he one. quit. He, we didn't lose him, but he quit. Yeah. I don't think he trained. He was, his endurance was down <laughs> for that distance. Yeah. It was a sprint. <laughs> no, he. Yeah, I think uh, hypothermia was an issue. But yeah. by the same token, the water was a little cold this year. You got to understand. I think Spokane seasons are a month behind this year. <laughs> yeah. They really are. I mean, they were. It was a shithole summer. But a great it was September. Bad. Ninety degrees in September. Yeah. So, you know, you got to think it was. I mean, the wet, the water, and he. You know, I, I know that particular competitor specifically talked to me beforehand, going, "I think I can live without a wetsuit." And he swam over there and sat in the water for twenty minutes before the start. Yeah, you know, um, I'm probably not the best choice. I mean, <laughs> hindsight being twenty twenty, but I mean, I wouldn't have known that either. I mean, you know, he was just trying to see if he could do it, and it was yeah. a good race to try it out. And you know, and it was not raining at the start. No, I mean, no. The real crap hit on the bike. Yeah, and, you know, you got to figure if he'd been sitting in that water and if it was colder than what he thought, and then he's slowly losing heat, and then you're sure not going to heat up on the bike. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was... it was a perfect storm for him. Great competitor, though. That was, oh yeah. Um, you know, we'll see him again. Yeah. I mean, we'll you'll see him in many races. Oh yeah. So, and you know, and I, I I enjoyed that race. It was a lot of fun. And that was you know one of the many kind of new events we had this year that was one of my other uh, highlights to see new events on the calendar. I I enjoy, it's so cool to see people trying this out. You know, not necessarily the ones that they try out and quit after the first race yeah but uh, you know we saw some new events and you know founder's day is not necessarily new but not new uh, at all yeah and so i mean i hope 
I'd love to be a part of that again, you know, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll see what goes on. You yeah, know? So most definitely. Well done with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a highlight. Definitely good. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. Give you that. Um, my second highlight. You might disagree with me, but um, and it's dealing with the biggest apple of them all, the tour. Um, I enjoyed the fact that it was not a dominant tour. It was not known necessarily who was going to win this race until within the last week. Yes. Um, my highlight of the tour as how good it was. Yeah. Was also my low light of the tour. Really was the fact that I think the tour was pretty clean this year. That was and, my point. I think it's finally clean, and, and I think people are riding at human levels. That's why you had less epic days in the Pyrenees, which is my low light also, because I oh, love really? the epic days in the Pyrenees. You know, And this year it went Pyrenees-Alps. Next year's, I think it'll go Alps-Pyrenees. It, yeah, it, it switches, switches like that. So, yeah, yeah so we'll have year to see when Alps-Pyrenees, I think. Roots unveiled, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, but and, and it, you know, always the epic days are in the second second part of the mountains, regardless of whether which side it's on. But I think you had some epic, epic climbs in the first half of the tour that just proved to be yawners. However, yeah. Tor Hushad and everybody Tor else. Tor made it good. Tor made it good on a couple of non-epic days. But I do think the highlight and the low light is true. I loved the the gap and, and how it came down to the final time trial. And, you know, I mean, that was that was pretty exciting. Great tour. Um, definitely very entertaining. Um, some great moments. Worthwhile, worthwhile winner, do you think? I think. Oh, absolutely. I'd say I wish... You know, once again, I wish that Andy Schlecht hadn't had to take out a restraining order on Cadell Evans in the Pyrenees. <laughs> um, and same with the same with poor Contador being, you know, stalked by Andy. Shelled, yeah. You know, well, just stalked you know, the whole time throughout the Pyrenees. Who's Andy, behind me? Andy. I, I've never understood it, and, I, you know, I do understand it, but I've never understood the concept that somebody who can ride so well on so many occasions – so all of a sudden, if I put you out there by yourself and say "Go," you can't ride anymore. Isn't that the, weird? The time trialing concept—it's just a—it's a bizarre setup. And so uh, I, I was just—I had a problem with that, and I have a problem with the Schlecks because, come on, you know, you've got everything. Just, I don't know why the the put it together, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm rooting for him. I'm really rooting for him. But it just—you know—second you, and third on the podium is not a bad weekend. I mean, uh, three weeks. But uh, no, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, they really. This was their year to put it together. I don't know if they get another shot like this. I don't think so. I don't either. see them as having the. At this point, prove me wrong, guys. Don't. Yeah. I don't think they have the talent well, to do it. Bruneal's in the house this year, so we'll have to see what happens there. So it wasn't. Um, he had Radio Shack this year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. How'd well, that it's work now out? it's. Well, they won a couple races. Yeah. They won the two American races. Yeah, they, they yeah. Speaking of which, that <laughs> is my next highlight, uh the uh California Tour and the US Pro Cycling Challenge race with people on their bikes pedaling hard. Yes. I was happy uh, th- that was cool to see quality racing back on US soil. I mm-hmm. loved it. Loved it. It was oh, fun. Yeah. And um the Pro Cycling Challenge was just God, it was just like watching the old Coors Classic again. Yeah. And it was cool. And there were a lot of people who, you know, some friends of mine who listened to the show who were actually part of that Coors, Coors Classic reunion. And, you know, and that was, God, it's like, wow. What, I wouldn't, to the what I wouldn't give for it to be called the Hell of the West. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would, I, would, I would donate to that cause. I would, too. <laughs> I would do that, too. 
I would mm-hmm. really do that too. So you know, maybe they have the worst name in the business. The bike race where the fastest guy wins. Yeah, U.S. Pro race, Cycling and Challenge. And he's a pro. Jesus, I didn't mind it when it was the Quiznos Challenge. You know, mm-hmm. what about the Tour de Trump? That was bad. Yeah, I mean, I think this is worse. Tour de Trump had some good riders and some good races. It did. Yeah, it was actually Absolutely a good race. Did. Yeah, that was yeah. great back then. Uh, so let's go with another one. Um, I, I, is that you it? know, no, I have two more, the, and they're kind of gr- they're kind of vague because we talked about it a little bit. But the new races locally, I was happy to see new yeah. local races. And lastly, uh, the growth in growth at some of these races. My God, you know, it's so weird to see some of them that are like dropping. Race River. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the main ones. I'm going, holy crap, can they fit any more people into this event? It was a parade to the swim. I mean, I, I was really? blown away. Oh, yeah, it was absolutely. You announced the sw- Yeah, yeah he, you I announced mean, the start, and it was, I haven't been down there yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. So, it's just gigantic. Yeah. Really. So pretty amazing. Oh, my God. Um, as far as my number one highlight, I thought it would be my marriage, but it's actually... <laughs> Um, Whoa! It's actually we're having a child, and we will find out the sex. It's going to be a boy or a girl, um, and we'll find out tomorrow. You're kidding me! Finding out tomorrow, twelve when o'clock. You, when are you going to let the listeners know? Next show. Really? Next show. Oh my God! Bombshell! You're going to yeah. find out what it is. It's find either out. going to be Davis Finney or Connie Carpenter. Yes. Well, I mean, we've been going with them. Like I've been going. God, yeah, I'm calling it. about that bastard reproducing. <laughs> let, me, let me know what the baby is. <laughs> I just, I can't believe he freaking finally did it. Um, I'm Mark's mailman. <laughs> oh, that could be my kid. Um, <laughs> oh God, Alicia doesn't listen, does she? No, never. The Mrs. Hodgson does not listen to the show. No, but uh, <laughs> no, we're having having a baby, and we're gonna go find out what it is. We're gonna throw jelly on the wife's. T- You're tummy. gonna do it. So um, you, I guess mm. at a certain point you get to that where you're like, screw it. I want to know what you color know. to the bedroom. You didn't no. know? No. Oh. With my son, we did not know. Huh. We didn't know until I saw. Until you looked it. down and yep. said, hmm, whoa. That's a boy. That's not something you see every that's day. That's a mule. Yeah, oh, exactly. my God. He's hung like a whore. Oh. That's not even the umbilical cord. Oh, that was the umbilical uh. cord. Yeah, that's yeah. the umbilical cord. No, I, th- I think, you know, no, we're going to find out tomorrow. So wow. Hopefully, unless unless the little guy's shy. But we've been going with like a, names, like biblical names, like Judas. Yeah. <laughs> Adolf? Um, no, that's not a biblical name. There's, there is I know, no, but I'm just picking horrible names. There is no book of Adolf. <laughs> well, There's Mein Kampf, according to the Nazis. Sodom. But yeah. Sodom. <laughs> oh, um, you know, I mean, it's little things. Onan. <laughs> Cain? Cain was, Cain was the one who hit his Cain, brother, right? Well, that's mean, biblical. Cain. Cain Abel Hodson. Cain Hodson. Cain Abel. Just give him both sides of the give equation. Give him both sides. Like you're good and bad. At first, <laughs> you're bad, bad, I think man. if it's a girl, you should go with the Genie Longo thing because, you know, longevity, thighs of steel, I'm beard. thinking um, cinnamon with an S. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just put a pole in her bedroom. Just to hell with it. <laughs> Tell you what, you're starting out as a disappointment. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for those listeners, no, it won't be Cinnamon. If no. we come up with a name, I'll go ahead and tell our, our listeners. Yeah. We don't e- have a name yet. Email us the listeners. E- email us the names, and we will we will definitely throw them. I forward. would be very interested in Australian names. I actually yeah. would be, because I'm guessing maybe you guys have some names that we don't use yeah. um, as much. Or maybe you're going old school you know, with, with, with some names What's that we haven't movement? used for yeah. a while. And so I'd love to hear what you guys are using. 
Um, anybody in California, I'd love to hear what you guys are using. Starflower or, or Bean Knuckle. And... <laughs> You know, it'd be awesome. You're on your you game know. tonight. You should oh, be yeah. sick more often. <laughs> no kidding. But uh, yeah, a little bean knuckle. We'd love to have him. So, um, <laughs> bean knuckle. Hudson. Yeah, bean knuckle. Is that his? What's his middle name? There is no middle name. There is no. Who's going to be bean and knuckle? Bean knuckle. That's Portland. Yeah, Portland. that's a Portland name. That's you no know, Portland would be like love flower. Yeah, you know why? Because I love flowers. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, fixie. Fixie. You should go Fixie. If it's a girl, call her Fixie. <laughs> Fixie. That might be kind of a cool Fixie name. Fixie Hodgson. Actually. Fixie. Hey, come on, Fixie. Fixie, and then just the middle initial, D. Fixie. Fixie douchebag Hodgson. No. We can't, <laughs> we can't name a girl that, but uh, I think Fixie. Fixie hipster. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. But like either way, it. no, I'd uh, love to hear names and... Uh, yeah, anything good, uh, we'll definitely sh- share with you on the next show. But, yeah, I'm having a baby. I'm sorry to all of our listeners that I have reproduced. I yeah. promised you that I wouldn't. Um, but That's uh, five more signs of the apocalypse. Yeah, we're done. But, I mean, at least my kid's going to have a job as the Antichrist. Hey, so, <laughs> everybody needs a gig. Yeah, everybody needs a gig. And, <laughs> oh, God. You know. Come on, Judas. <laughs> Get up and talk. And uh, due to lightning, I think we're about done. I think we are because yeah, God's going to show up at the door and say, your turn, jackass. <laughs> You're next. You're out. Yeah. You're done. You know what? That's been an interesting show. I think yeah. we should end on that one. Oh, well, my God. Next week, we're going to tell you what the sex of the baby is. I'm going to tell you what the junior team is going on, and maybe we'll go for a mountain bike ride. Sounds good. All right. Until next time, in the Pack Filler Studios, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hudson. We will see you next time on Pack Filler. Oh, I was waiting for you to interrupt me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.